Welcome to the Gravitational Podcast. On today's episode, we are going to chat about all things unhinged marketing, some of my favorite accounts, and some of my top tips on how to create content that feels right for you without getting caught up in the trends. Before we get started with the episode, don't forget to leave your rating and or review for the show wherever you are tuning in from. And please don't forget to share on socials if anything in the episode resonates with you. Hello and welcome to the Gravitational Podcast. I'm super excited because this is our first episode. So I was thinking through what I wanted to talk to you guys about today. And um, the reason that I started this podcast is because I selfishly just wanted some place to be able to talk about marketing and partnerships, cool activations and stuff like that. But I also wanted to be able to um, pick people's brains and really get to showcase and spotlight some of the incredible people that I know and some of the out of this world work that they are doing. So I thought that I would start out with talking a little bit about a trend that I was Uh, asked about. So I did an interview last week and it was on unhinged marketing. And I think that it's really interesting for those of you that don't know, unhinged marketing is essentially the approach of removing the kind of corporate persona from your brand and instead taking a more human first approach. And on paper, that sounds really great, sounds really simple, but when you see it in practice, it can get a little trickier. And some brands have done a phenomenal job with it, others not so much. (laughs) But it's been really interesting seeing how this trend has kind of taken the social media world, the marketing world, I won't say by storm, but it has been a pretty clear shift, especially when you're looking at specific platform. So wanted to talk a little bit about that and just kind of start the conversation and see how we can maybe help you if you are looking to see how you can adapt unhinged marketing to your brand, product, company, and are having a little bit of trouble with figuring out how to make that work. So the first brand that came to mind for me when thinking about unhinged marketing was Ryanair. For those of you who don't know, I'm a huge F1 fan. I may not know what else is going on in other sport worlds, but I'm always going to know what's happening on and off the track. So I was on Twitter. This was right before the Barcelona race. And the Mercedes team tweeted a picture of the their car kind of looking like it was on a crane out of a plane window. Ryanair responded to this tweet and said, don't blame us if a wheel is missing. And then Mercedes responded to it and they said, just please, we got a window seat. And Ryanair responds and says, good for watching Max fly past. And that wasn't even them originally that were taking on the unhinged marketing trend, but that's just one example. They've got plenty others. They're killing it on TikTok and their reels, even their entire Twitter page, goldmine, very good. 
but I think that they are a perfect case study to look at when you're trying to figure out how to adapt to this more human first, realistic approach to marketing. And at first, I know you can kind of off the bat look at and say, okay, well, this is an airline. Obviously, they've got the budget, they have the audience. But for those of you who are not local to Europe or not very familiar, you may not know that Ryanair is not the most liked of the airlines. They are kind of the European equivalent to a spirit or Frontier Airlines here. And they're kind of notorious for like bag delays, delayed flights, just the whole nine. So after continually being dragged on social media, this has happened quite often, it was really refreshing to see them kind of jump on this trend and really make it their own. So even though you're looking at it and you're like, okay, they probably have a giant budget, this is one of those things that you don't need a huge budget to adapt to whatever it is you are trying to market. It's really all about knowing your target audience and being clear on who they are, meaning how old are they, how do they identify, what are they interested in, and then where are those people. So if you are trying to target 13 to 18-year-olds because you are, let's say, a teen cosmetic line or you're a skincare line that focuses on teen skin. You're not going to want to look on Facebook or on LinkedIn and target your marketing there because that is not where your ideal audience is going to be. On the flip side, you're not going to want to go on TikTok because you know that's where your ideal audience is going to be and then make super commercialized corporate style video content with generic templates and basic stock footage, you know, looking at like a super clean Clinique type feel because that is not going to appeal to that audience, nor is it going to suit that platform. This is something that I think is really important to keep in mind just as it relates to trends. By the way, if you guys are looking for any of the tweets or posts that I mentioned in the episode, you can find them linked in the show notes. They're also going to be up in my Instagram stories once this episode goes live. So you can find them there as well. Now the question is, how do we apply this trend to our own content if we want to, right? So I always tell my clients, you want to lead with authenticity. What does that mean? It means creating content that feels aligned with you, with what you're passionate about, with your goals, with what you're doing, and working with that first. It's really, really easy to get caught up in what you see. You look at people to your left, people to your right, metaphorically on social media, and you're like, oh, well, this person is on this brand trip, or this person is posting this type of content content. That means I should be doing this or I should be doing that. The most important thing that you can do is zone in on the specific type of content that is unique to you and authentic to you and your voice and keep making that. It doesn't matter if nobody's watching right now. It doesn't matter if nobody likes it right now. That's not the point. We want to start with building that solid foundation as we continue to grow, to keep putting out content that is fulfilling for us, 
then that's when the people who are attracted to your energy and your content are going to find you. So you don't want to get stressed and worried and caught up in, am I making the right type of content? There's always space to pivot. There's always room to adjust and to shift your content one direction or the other. The style of content, you can always change that because it's going to evolve as you do, but you never want to get too caught up in, am I making stuff that people like, right? Because ultimately, are you making stuff that is authentic to you? If that answer is yes, then the people who are for you will find you. And that I know is something that I remind myself of often because it is really easy to get caught up in that trap, but that's not the most important part. The next thing that I tell my clients all the time is remember to document, don't create. Gary Vee said that in a video years ago and it stuck with me because it is the perfect solution for those of us who are not laying around with hours of free time to just be creating content all the time. And on the flip side, for those of us who are not content creators for our full-time jobs. So if I'm a CEO or a creative director or a coach on tour, I don't necessarily have time to look at my day, which is probably an inconsistent schedule day to day anyway, and map out, okay, I'm going to spend this many hours between this time and this time creating content. It's, it's not always that simple. However, If you are focused on documenting instead of creating, then you can approach your day-to-day life like you're shooting a documentary. So I tell my clients, just think about everything you do throughout the day. And if you can, just record 10 to 15 seconds of each thing. 10 to 15 seconds, that's it. At the end of the day, you'll have so much content that you can get so creative with how you're going to use it. I've got a footballer or soccer player for my Americans (laughs) in the UK, and that is one of the tricks that we use for her. And so she'll record her content. She'll do 10 to 15 second clips of, you know, even if it's five to seven things she does throughout the day. By the end of the week, we could create so many videos. We've got a recap of her week. My top five favorite drills, my training fits for the week. There are so many things that we can do with that content. We could do day in the lives. Like you can switch it up so easily just by making sure that you are documenting, not creating. How do we apply that? By building our content bank. Building your content bank is the biggest lifesaver that I don't know that it's necessarily like underappreciated or underrated, but I definitely feel like it needs to be talked about more, especially amongst athletes and executives who are looking to build their brands. Once you combine your authenticity, your desire to document, not create, and you turn those things into a content bank, your ability to create, produce, post content goes up exponentially. And if you can save time, while creating quality content, then the likelihood that you will create and post content is much, much higher. I'm all about making sure that in anything we do, we're looking for ways to save time, to 
divert our time back to the things that are more important. However, there are still things that need to get done that we don't necessarily love doing. So if we can implement these systems and get creative with how we get to the end result, then it's a win-win for everybody. Those are the three tips that I would start with in terms of just content creation in general. If and when you're looking to apply unhinged marketing to your personal content, then I would just say, think about the things that you wouldn't normally say on social media, but you would say to your friends, not your best friends, girls night when the door is closed and the NDAs have been signed, but good friends, if you and your families went out to brunch, these are things you would say organically in the conversation. Think about how you can apply that voice to your content. That will get you the unhinged feel that you're going for. It'll feel unhinged to your audience if they're used to a more polished version of you. It's not going to have you risking any damage to your reputation. And then the final kind of litmus for me is before I hit post, I'll watch the content again, or I'll read through whatever the copy is. And I'll ask myself, okay, if my little brother was to see this, would I be uncomfortable having to explain to him what I'm saying, what it is, what's shown? And if the answer is no, then you're probably good. So figure out who that is in your life that would kind of be able to fill that role and create your own internal litmus. For some of you, it might be your daughter. It might be your son. might be, you know, your pastor. Either way, whoever it is, we want to just think through that as a final check to say, okay, is this going to stir things up? It's okay to stir the pot sometimes, but we really want to be careful with what type of stirring we're doing because that's not always required for the recipe to turn out great. Those would be my top three tips for creating content. And then my advice for how to adjust and adapt your content to the unhinged style of marketing. I hope you enjoyed today's episode and please let me know what you want me to chat about next and who you might want me to chat with. We will have some incredible guests coming up this season, so I'm really excited to get them on, but always open to some suggestions as to who you'd like to hear from as well. We can chat about all things marketing, executive presence, cool partnerships. I want to do an episode about Barbie, and I'm not really a Barbie girl, so that'll be interesting. (laughs) Maybe it'll be a Barbenheimer. Who knows? Please don't forget to leave a rating and or a review for Gravitational wherever you are tuning in from. I look forward to catching you guys in the next episode. But in the meantime, if you'd like to see what I'm up to or get in touch, you can always find me on Instagram or LinkedIn at the Kaya Williams. And until next time, keep ascending. 